This episode of Naval Gazing is sponsored by valleygivesback.org. Adding a Valley charity to your estate plan creates a lasting legacy that tells future generations what causes matter to you. Your action will inspire others to follow your lead and make a difference. With a plan gift, you have the power to impact the Valley community forever without affecting your current lifestyle. Learn more at valleygivesback.org, an initiative of the Valley Community Foundation. Plan now, give later, and impact tomorrow at valleygivesback.org. For hundreds of years, we brought you the news. For the info, we gave you the clues. Owners' profits were always sky high. Hey everybody, welcome to Naval Gazing, the Valley Indies weekly podcast. My name is Eugene Driscoll. I'm a reporter with valleyindy.org. Joining me is reporter Ethan Fry, also from valleyindy.org. Hello, Ethan. Ahoy, hoy. So Ethan is joining us through the computer. I'm working out of our derby office, also known as my basement. It's smelly and moist in here. I need a sump pump, but whatever. Uh, I thought we would attempt, and I don't know, I'll say right off the bat, we're probably going to fail, but I thought we would attempt to simplify this budget battle happening between various factions in the city of Ansonia. Generally, there is a dispute over funding between the Board of Education and City Hall, uh, Board of Aldermen, Mayor Cassetti, uh, the tax board. That's gone to court. It's actually in court, and a judge, maybe, will uh, get to weigh in on this at some point. But I've spent the last hour reading meeting minutes from the Board of Aldermen about this issue, and it's just... It's it's confusing. And now, in a way, and I don't mean to editorialize, but it's become a bit politicized. We're getting letters to the editor. Phone calls are going out through Ansonia. It's being run. This debate over the funding is being run like a mayor's race, essentially. So reading the comments on social media and the letters can add to the confusion even further, I think, at least from my perspective. So Ethan and I are not personally connected to the city of Ansonia. We have an office there, uh, but we're not employed by the school district. None of our family members are employed by either branch of government. So, And we're outsiders, I think, just trying to make sense of what's going on. So that's our preface for this discussion. And Ethan, it seems to me, basically, from what I'm reading both uh, on our site, the public record, and some of the comments on social media, is that this all comes down to Alliance District funding. Uh, That seems to be the core root, almost a philosophical debate over how that money is awarded and used and what a city can and cannot do if your school district relieves or receives Alliance District funding. I'm out yeah, of breath. So, I'm out of breath. Just talk. I'm literally out of breath. Just trying to explain all this. It's like Alliance District and some other grant funding. And another thing that complicates this is that the city is 
putting together and debating the budget for next year, 2018-19, while this controversy goes on, which is about the current budget, 2017-2018. Let's concentrate on the Alliance District money because I don't. Yeah, know which is essentially a, a program run by the state for several years for like the poorest and worst performing school districts to give them extra money with the caveat that it's you have to do you go extra programs. I guess is the simplest way. Right. To, it, to it, put I it. think it came out like 2011, 2012 because this debate. A variation of this debate happened in the city of Derby when the right. Alliance District money first came about. This is a Governor Malloy uh, administration initiative. Basically, it says, look, your schools have deep problems and you guys are poor. You guys can barely function, uh, you know, can barely fund your schools. So here's some extra cash from the state. However, it's not a handout. It's not meant to uh, take away your obligation to fund schools. You can't use, according to what I heard in the city of Derby during like a 19-hour meeting uh, in 2011 or 2012 or so, you can't take the Alliance District money and then supplant local dollars. This is because you're so poor, you guys need a handout because your schools are falling apart and your scores are terrible. Now, that's a layman's way of explaining it, but I think people miss the point of what Alliance District money is to some extent. Hey, it's Eugene Driscoll interrupting myself with an insert. After I listened to this podcast, I said, well, I come across like a jerk there. I just said that uh, the schools are falling apart. Not exactly my intent. Uh, the schools in Derby and Ansonia are not falling apart. I live in Derby. What I'm trying to say there, I've seen some comments on social media where people refer to the Alliance District grant money as pretty much just another grant. It's very different than routine grants that cities receive that maybe we run press releases about, whether it's for decorative lighting, a city putting up lights, or paving a road, or things like that, doing some work on the outside of a city-owned building. This is from the Department of Education. It's very specific. You must have a specific need in order to get the money, and it comes uh, with strings attached. That's all I was trying to say right there. Thanks. Uh, and in the city of Derby, under Mayor Stefari's administration, he said, well, wait a second. If you guys are getting all this extra grant funding, we should be giving you less because we're going, you know, we're raising taxes here. This is killing us. Uh, and at the time, Stephen Tracy, the superintendent of Derby School, said, no, you can't do that. And here's the letter. And it was, you know, he had something from, from the state, much like Ansonia is doing now, saying you can't do that. And then on the school end, they, they basically apply for this money. And then they're supposed to give in detailed grant reports showing how they're using the money. And it can only be used for certain things. The state has pretty good control, at least in theory, over how the money is used. So it's not, it's not just your normal funding that can go into general op operations. Like you said, Ethan, it's very specific. So last year, yeah, they, no they one thought, thought they were going to get it. They thought this was just going to go away because of the whole state budget thing. Um, then, So they passed a budget. The alderman uh, gave the Board of Ed $600,000 over what they had gotten the previous year. Um, and, the, and at the time, uh, I saw Dan King, I guess the chairman of the tax board, and the Board of Aldermen said like, well, all right, we're giving you this 600 grand because you might lose Alliance District funding, and we want to help you out a little because we don't want the schools to get decimated. Because in the past, Ansonia has gotten grant money, it disappears, everyone gets laid off. That's, a, that's the history here. Mm -hmm. uh, so then when the state does eventually pass a budget, I think in October, the Alliance District uh, program was revived 
and there were some other grant monies, not just Alliance District money that Ansonia got. That the cities, uh, the city said it's it, you know complicated their finances in terms of you know how we said it's it's restricted. You can't just apply it to anything you want. Um, so the aldermen in January voted to take six hundred thousand dollars away from the school districts. Um, and the the crux from, of from their the school districts budget of their argument was. We gave you this money because you weren't supposed to get Alliance District money, and now you got it. So naturally, gentlemen's agreement, that money should be coming back from the city. And they've also said, hey, look, you guys made out okay in Alliance District and state funding, but we took a hit. So it's only fair that we uh, get this money back. Uh, I mean, yes. that's basically at the simplest level, that is the debate. right? I mean, other, I know there's all kinds of other grants, and everybody brings in, you know, Everyone's throwing spaghetti against the wall at this point, but that yeah, seems yeah. to be then, the like, bulk. The school of it. district says that you know that when they they were had been using the alliance district money to pay for full day kindergarten, but when they thought it was going away uh, last year, they transitioned that to their budget, and that when they got the alliance district money, uh, they tried to basically re commit it to full day kindergarten and the state wouldn't let them according to the board of education. So that's like they, that's why they say that it's like it, the $600,000 uh, take back by the board of aldermen, the cut has really uh, hurt them. Right. Essentially the money's been, the, that 600 grand has been spent essentially. Yeah. And they, or, they, they budgeted for it and have been operating for, you know, on, the, on nearly the entire year now uh, on the assumption that they'd have that money. And then, you know, as an aside, I know there's a there's a big push to say, uh, Board of Ed, open your books and let us see everything, and et cetera, et cetera. But anyway, yeah, that's I hope I hope that right there is a decent simplification of the argument because the city or the school district is now suing the city, and basically uh, that those are public documents, and you can read for yourself the school board's side of it, uh, and it's it's sort of a uh, general lawsuit uh, they they basically say we got a budget it included the 600 grand in our budget it was approved as uh per every step followed in the city of ansonia charter regarding how you allocate money for the board of education and then suddenly the city said we're taking 600 grand back and in a line they note that well they had said uh, this had to do with us getting alliance district money and then the lawsuit just basically says this is against state law, and they reference a letter from a person from the Department of Education in the state saying they can't do this, the city can't do this. And then they say basically generally, these are two very general statements. It's against state law, it's against the rules, and it's against the city charter, the process by which you did this. The Board of Ed and their lawsuit, they don't get into the weeds in any way, they just basically keep it that general. And the city at least as of this recording, uh, I don't even know what today's date is, May 31st, has not responded, right, Ethan? Yeah, I have. I didn't check. Uh, I did, I did, like, okay, half hour. Good. I have an email <laughs> alert with the judicial branch website, and I haven't gotten anything since the initial filings. Um, what the city is, has said to me, not again, not in a legal filing, but what the city's lawyer says is, is there's essentially a dispute over the clause in the state law uh, when the state passed a budget saying 
you know, because the state realized that a lot of cities had already passed budgets. This is another wrinkle in the thing. Yeah. yeah. So they put a little thing in the uh, in a clause in in uh, their own state budget law saying under certain circumstances you could go back and adjust, but there's fundamental disagreement between the city and the board of ed over what that clause means. And the letter from the state board of ed says what the city did was illegal, but the city disagrees with that. So uh, what I've taught from what the lawyers have said, I think this will hopefully in a few weeks go to some sort of hearing before a judge and then a judge will weigh in. Of course, those things could be appealed and, and everything, but uh, right or yes. a judge could just it's, say it's pretty time sensitive. So well, yeah, that's it'll be resolved that's, sooner rather than later. That's the thing here, right? Because isn't Ansonia supposed to have a budget in effect by June first? Or I, I guess we had we had an email from the head of the Democratic Town Committee saying June twelfth is sort of the date for yeah. by which they is that is that right? June twelfth. I have I've I would have to go back and check the the charter again. But uh, last year's budget was set, uh, I think, June 20th, um, June 12th, the aldermen are meeting, I know. Um, I don't know whether they take definitive action on the budget for next year or not. But like I said, the, you know, the, this affects the current year's budget and it's sort of collided into the debate over next year's budget as well. When the, the mayor and the tax board have recommended to the aldermen that the Board of Ed doesn't get an increase um, which the Board of Ed points out will put their funding basically at the, the level it's been since uh, 2016, 2017. Very, very confusing stuff. But I, I guess from a general news perspective, this is, as far as I know, the first challenge to this Alliance District philosophy uh, where the state basically comes in and says, your school district has problems. Here's some extra cash, but it comes with a great restrictions yeah and it's like it's not all about this but it's you know there's been an undercurrent for years now like of simmering sort of animosity between uh the the school district and the city about like you mentioned the you know the calls for transparency and everything more transparency and that happens Uh, in every every town i've ever mm -hmm. covered basically Mm -hmm. the once everybody says that the school board has too many administrators and uh, isn't open with their books. but And that's what Derby was like, uh, 2009, until about the arrival of uh, Dr. Conway. Uh, yeah, it, it seems like a, a clash of personalities, too, uh, occasionally. Um, yeah, that's the that's the whole other thing going. I, I, I just, the, the word dysfunction keeps uh, popping into my brain as we talk about this, because, you know, if the state had a budget, on time, if the process had worked as it's designed to do last year, we might not be having this conversation. Although maybe there'd still be a funding debate. It might not be in court to sort of test this whole uh, concept of state grants. And does that mean, you know, what, how much how much freedom does the, does the city have? Yeah, and as funding? the city's comptroller has said at numerous meetings now, uh, everything would be a lot better for the city if they had just taken the governor Malloy budget recommendation. Um, but it was this sort of quote unquote bipartisan, uh, legislative, uh, budget, uh, that came along that sort of threw a wrench into, into everything. So it, it's sort of ironic, you know, he's, Malloy's like the most hated figure in the state and especially around here. But, uh, I, maybe at this point, 
maybe it's good that a judge or a court of some kind is going to weigh in on this because it's, I don't know if it's dysfunction, but there's definitely a lack of trust happening among various branches and people elected to, uh, to serve and better the community of Ansonia. So, and that's, it's like a weird interplay in that, you know, the board of Ed on one side elected board um, and you have, you know, hundreds of people turning out for these hearings where they're pleading for funding and everything. Uh, but then Cassetti's been elected in two landslides now with a nearly unanimous Republican, um, quote unquote, team Cassetti board of aldermen. So, I mean, it, it's, it's like a weird interplay, all, all, uh, representing the same electorate and, uh, you know, the, and his, philosophy and platform has been no tax increase uh regardless of anything um we've seen sort of bubbling up now uh people saying that with the reval in town like there there's going to be tax increases for some even if the oh yeah i wanted to ask you about the, that but there's the not, tax rate doesn't stay the same so but they're talking yeah they're, they're, there's uh, no mill rate increase in ansonia being contemplated is that correct yeah the, the mayor has uh, proposed leaving the mill rate the same, just as I wanted to uh, check that. Um, the mayor proposed leaving the mill rate the same. The board, the tax board proposed decreasing it slightly, ever so slightly. Um, but now um, some of the letters and stuff we've been getting from the Democratic uh, people in town have said that with housing prices, the, the assessments going up essentially, even if the mill rate stays the same, the people's taxes and particularly in the hilltop, which is where you have the highest value uh, houses in the city, they'll be, they'll be going up people's tax payments. So uh, we'll see how that shakes out. And that's because there's a reval happening. Exactly. And uh, just to wrap it up, let's, let's take a quick look over or at what stories were read the most this week on valleyindy.org. If I can bring up one of these things, we got a new mobile-friendly website. I guess we should also say, like, uh, the stuff under Extra Extra, last I checked, doesn't appear on the front of our mobile site if you're looking at the site on a phone or a tablet. But if you go to the individual town, it shows up there. One thing we've been doing this week, realizing that putting more and more stories in the main section on our website to force it, to the front of our yeah, mobile site. Bring up the site and the extra extra is a bunch of white boxes. Just keep hitting refresh several times and hopefully it'll... Uh, we are a nonprofit. All right. So, oh, look at this. Most read stories of the week. One, two, three, four, five. Starting with uh, Memorial Day parades, our schedule of Memorial Day parades. That was the fifth most read. Um, no injuries reported after a fire in Derby. There was a fire the other morning on Anson Street at 6 a.m. Uh, that's always nerve-wracking because it was one of the big uh, three-story multifamilies. They're, they're very close to each other there, balloon frame construction, but everything turned out okay. Uh, that wasn't the same one as the one where there was a fire like five years ago, was it? Like, I don't right ever remember the there being... Well, it's a block over. It was oh, essentially okay, right, behind right. that. 
Okay. Right on Anson Street. Right right above the, uh, you know, like Derby Mini Mart there where we would drop off the- uh, Oh, that's right. That's right. Right there, okay. yeah. So now that I saw it, now, yeah, I'm remembering the picture. Number three is this horribly depressing story. And Sonia students arrested after a fight at the school. It's really depressing to see some of the comments that people are putting on, uh, like, and Sonia community page about that, basically saying, like, oh, public, thank God for private school options. I, I don't know. That stuff kills me. Uh, then- Building collapse reported in Shelton. This was basically an old shack of a building fell apart. Uh, yeah, way down by the uh, the Shelton locks, as they're known, like the old canal from hundreds of years ago. Uh, basically, the very end of of Canal Street before the before the dam property. And then our most read story, and only a dealership dispute heads to court. The road ready saga continues i guess one thing we have to ask ourselves okay the next time we write about road ready and uh the former marine who's helped organize that two-person and plus protest outside that car dealership is planning to go to the next board of aldermen meeting uh in an attempt to sort of keep the pressure on the dealership i i suppose do we play that video now now are we at the point where we're just being excessive by inserting yeah the, when i and i when i wrote that story about the the court case first hearing like i uh, that's something i debated like do, should i how much do do you rehash the original the original story now that you know people have lost their you know or one person has lost his job over it and, and, yeah or do you, know, you going yeah. before a judge etc cetera, etc cetera, so or do, you, do we assume yeah. that people know the video if we reference exactly. it? or Because yeah. I saw some of the comments, people were just reacting to the video, like maybe they had seen it for the first time, right? which is right. sort of surprising. But anyway, that's like an internal thing we'll, uh, we'll discuss. But uh, I guess on the next Naval Gazing, I've already scheduled it. We're going to have Jack Walsh, Derby resident, come in and talk about WPCA. And he's trying to bring Lindsey King, the WPCA... Uh, plant operator essentially uh to talk about uh, from last i heard and i keep checking we're all in derby if you live in derby we're going to be getting 250 dollars extra to pay for the 31 million dollars in sewer infrastructure improvements we approved as a public during a uh, a vote a couple of years back so that that bill is far as i know is is, is coming so we're, i'm just trying to let people know so they're not surprised uh, when that when that bill comes in, so we'll have Jack Walsh and Lindsey King on to talk about uh, just how smelly that plant is. And oh, the last couple of days, woo! They're driving over the Hull Bridge, yeah. Yeah, it, I think it's it's it's. I assume there's been some failures there because I almost called uh, EverSource. I thought I had a gas leak in my house, and then when I you know, I drove down the road, I was like, oh, it's just the the sewage treatment plant two miles away. Yeah, yeah, and as as. Uh downtown redevelopment hopefully starts to pick up steam in derby that's a, a a good question that's always at the front of people's minds i think to what impact will that plant being right there have I, on that and i've lived here for like 10 or 12 years that's the first time i i've smelled the odor that strong like at my house and in like in city hall like it, you could really 
Uh, it was really strong. So that's what we'll ask. But maybe, you know what? I, you know, hey, they develop down there. You get some developer in there. You, you appeal to the hipsters. I'm sure they can package it and make it a positive and get people with skinny jeans and really big beards to move in beards. there. Beards, yeah. IPAs. I mean, it smells no worse than the average IPA, I guess. So, Good go. point. <laughs> All right. So that was Ethan Fry. I'm Eugene Driscoll. Uh, thank you for listening to the most uh, confusing. Oh, wow. That that's is the, really loud. Holy line. cow. There it is. Shout out to Jim Gilday. See you next time on Unable Days.